meaning of the term fellowcraft, and the duties and privileges of a fellowcraft. My brother, fellowcraft is one of a large number of terms which have a technical meaning peculiar to Freemasonry and which are seldom found elsewhere. A craft is an organization of skilled workmen such as masons, carpenters, painters, and sculptors. A fellow means one who holds membership in such a craft, obligated to the same duties, and allowed the same privileges. Since the skilled crafts are no longer organized as they were anciently, the term is not now used in its original sense. In Freemasonry, the term fellow has two meanings, one of which we call operative, the other speculative. In its operative period, Freemasons were skilled workmen engaged in some branch of the building trade or art of architecture. And like other skilled workmen, they had an organized craft of their own, the general form of which was called a guild. A lodge was usually a local and temporary organization within the guild. This guild had officers, laws, rules, regulations, and customs of its own which were rigorously binding on all members. It divided its members into two grades, apprentices and fellows of the craft, or master masons. The lower grade was composed of apprentices. In a previous lecture, you were told that operative Freemasons recruited members from qualified lads of 12 to 15 years of age. When such a boy proved acceptable to the members, he was required to swear to be teachable and obedient, upon which he was bound over to some master mason who was required to teach him the theory as well as the practice of masonry. If he proved worthy, his name was formally entered in the books of the lodge, thereby giving him his title of entered apprentice. For seven years this boy lived with his master, gave him implicit obedience in all things, and toiled much but received no pay except his board, lodging, and clothing. In the lodge activities he held a place equally subordinate because he could not attend a lodge of master masons. He had no voice or vote and could not hold office. During his long apprenticeship, he was really a servant of many duties, few rights, and little freedom. At the end of his apprenticeship, he was examined in the lodge. If his record was good, if he could prove his proficiency under test, and if the members voted in his favor, he was made a full member of the craft with the same duties, rights, and privileges that all others had, and was called a fellow of the craft. Because he had mastered the art and no longer needed a teacher, he was also called a master mason. So far as his grade was concerned, these two terms meant the same thing. Now that the craft is no longer operative, 
the term possesses a very different meaning. Nevertheless, it is still used in its operative sense in certain parts of the ritual. And, of course, we frequently meet with it in the histories of the fraternity. You have also been told in a former lecture that operative Freemasonry began to decline at about the same time of the Reformation in the 16th century, when lodges became few in number and small in membership. A few lodges in England began to admit men who had no intention of practicing operative masonry, but who were attracted by the craft's antiquity, customs, and traditions. These were called speculative masons. At the beginning of the 18th century, these speculative masons so increased in numbers that they gained control and during the first quarter of that century completely transformed the craft into the speculative fraternity that we now have. Although they adhered as closely as possible to the old customs, they made some radical changes to fit the society for its new purposes. One of the most important of these was to abandon the old rule of dividing the membership into two grades, or degrees, and to adopt the new rule of dividing it into three. The second was called the Fellowcraft Degree, the third the degree of Master Mason. The term Fellowcraft is now used as the name of the second degree. It also applies to the ritualistic ceremonies and other contents of that degree. To a member of the degree, and to a lodge when opened in the second degree. You have passed through the ceremonies of the Fellowcraft degree, assumed its obligation and duties, and are registered as a Fellowcraft in the books of the lodge. If you are not in default as provided in the law, you may sit in a lodge when opened on the first or the second degree. However, you cannot visit a lodge other than your own except by permission of its master. You cannot be examined for the purpose of visitation. You cannot vote, hold office, or have a voice in the business of the lodge, nor can you have the privileges of relief or of joining in public processions. You have the right to be instructed in the work on the second degree, and to apply for advancement when proficient in that work, as provided in the law. It is your duty to live according to the obligations and teachings of this degree, to prepare yourself for advancement, and to study that you may understand the meaning of the degree as a preparation for your Masonic life in the future. Freemasonry is too extensive to be exemplified fully in a single ritual or through initiation in one evening. There is far too much for a man to learn in many evenings. One degree follows another, and the members of each stand on a different level of rights and duties. This does not mean that 
the masonry presented in the first or in the second degree is less important or less binding than that presented in the third degree. All that is taught in the first and second degrees belongs as vitally to Freemasonry as that which is taught in the third. Therefore, do not look upon the Fallacraft degree as a mere stepping stone to the third degree. Freemasonry gave to you one part of its teachings in the first, another portion in the second, and in the third it will give you yet another. But each degree is Freemasonry throughout. Therefore, we urge the same studious attention while you are a fellow craft that you doubtless expect to give when you are a Master Mason.